Megan Hicks of I Run Far, and I'm here with Kelly Wolf. She's the champion of the 2018 Tarawira Ultra Marathon. Wow, congrats, Kelly. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. How are you feeling right now? You were so emotional at the finish line. I got emotional. Oh, um, yeah, I got emotional at the finish line. It's actually become somewhat of a habit of mine to get emotional <laughs> at finish lines. Are you a crier? It's not the first time I've cried at a finish line. Um, but the tears just came really as soon as I turned the corner and like could see the finish line. Um, just in, an emotional release of, well, it was tears of joy and also tears of pain. Mm. Um, I was so happy that it was done and it was over. <laughs> Um, and just <laughs> so happy that I made it. And um, also I had been in a lot of pain for the last, really just the last seven miles or maybe 10 miles. Um, got pretty hard and pretty painful. Um, so that was a bit of a struggle. So, and I just um, put a lot of emotion, put a lot of emotion um, leading up to the race, um, during the race. Um, so... Yeah, just happy that I pulled it through and got emotional. <laughs> well, I want to ask you about your race, but since this is our first interview together, I want to backtrack a little bit and get a little bit of your backstory. I know I learned of you a couple summers ago when you were waiting tables or uh, making pizza yeah. at... Uh, Oh my gosh, that's the first time I met Brian. I was his uh, bartender or his barista at the Avalanche, the Avalanche. in Silverton. Yeah. yeah. So, and then I was probably your bartender at the Rum Bar as well. I worked yeah. at those two places. Yeah, yeah, so you were living in Silverton, like training every day, going up and down Silverton's Burley Mountains, mm -hmm. and then working a bunch of jobs in Silverton. You were like living yeah. the mountain life. Yeah. Um, so I graduated college, um, or I graduated from Arizona State um, May 2016, and then I I moved up with a girlfriend um, literally one week after graduating, moved to Silverton blindly. I'd never actually been there before. Really? Yeah. Oh, well, um, I'll just go to a little town I had seen mountains. I had seen pictures of it. I had just kind of gotten into ultra running um, or just exposed to the sport. And mm. then I remember seeing pictures of Hard Rock, the Hard Rock course, actually. And I was just like, wow, that's the most beautiful place I've ever seen. And that sounds super fun to live at that high of elevation and just run those mountains every day and mm. live in a really tiny town coming from Phoenix. Um, so originally I was just going to move there for a summer with a girlfriend and just see how it went. And then I ended up just loving the area. And um, I moved over to Telluride, so a slightly bigger town. Okay. A little more going on. <laughs> and I don't bartend anymore. Um, I coach gymnastics over there. So You coach gymnastics? I coach gymnastics, yeah. So that's better for training. Um, a better job. So you're Arizonian by mm -hmm. origin. Yeah. And you attended Arizona State University. Mm -hmm. And you ran collegiately, is that right? No, I didn't. You didn't? No. Okay. No, I pretty much, um, I was really into rock climbing. I was, right. I was a weekend warrior rock climber um, okay. through college. And then I discovered ultra running um, via the Aravipa group, um, Aravipa trail running group right. down there. Um, pretty much my senior year of you were still in school my senior year of college because I did a Ragnar wow. trail race just with some friends and they had a booth there and then actually a friend of mine um, was like oh hey this group looks cool maybe we should do some group runs with them and so that's literally <laughs> how I discovered trail running and ultra running huh. so 
Yeah. From so from Phoenix to Silverton to Telluride. Yes. And you literally picked up running as an adult. Um, yeah, so I actually did gymnastics growing up. I did okay. dance and gymnastics, um, and I thought I w- my plan was to do gymnastics in college, um, but I ended up quitting in middle of high school, um, just got very intense, um, quit that, and then I actually did do track and cross country my junior and senior year of high school, mm. but very recreationally. I was not fast. I, yeah, um wasn't super into it I guess well I liked running but I was just very new um not competitive and then in college um I I always liked the trail runs that we did in cross country those are my favorites so Mm -hmm. I would do I would trail run just kind of for fun and for cardio and to stay in shape through college um, but, and I did some like road races here and there, um, just cause my family kind of runs. Um, so yeah, but I've been running, I've done two years of ultra racing now. This is my, just going into my third year, I guess. It's been a very slippery slope. Like, I mean, you've run, yeah. now you've run CCC, you've run Broken Arrow, now you've, um, you know come to the southern hemisphere to race in the northern hemisphere's winter yeah like you're in deep real quick yeah um exactly but that's kind of what I saw that's one thing that I saw um you could do via ultra running and racing was um used as an excuse or a a means to (laughs) travel and just run and see the world um via running and so um that was kind of my goal or that was like a big draw for me to um travel and race in cool places Mm. and so I'm very fortunate um that that's exactly what I'm doing right now and here we are in New Zealand it's summertime here it's wintertime at home and you're Mm -hmm. about to have like a couple days of vacation on here in New Zealand right yeah and it's gonna be raining every day of the week Thank you, tropical storm. <laughs> yeah, cyclone coming in on Monday, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, which I was so so excited to come to summer. <laughs> I brought my bathing suits and I didn't even bring a puffy jacket. I I was debating so hard and I was like, no, I don't need it. It's summer in New Zealand and there's been a lot of times already I've wanted a puffy jacket. <laughs> so yeah. let's talk about today's race. Um, I would say that both the men's and women's races went out pretty hot. Yeah. Um, but at the, the first checkpoint, 10 and a half K in, um, you ladies were less than five minutes behind the men. Like you guys were running at a pretty hot pace. (gasps) Wow. Um, it was, yeah, it started out really fast. Um, but still like a comfortable fast pace. Like me and Ruby were kind of talking, um, and it felt really good to, I felt like she was kind of setting the pace. Well, at least at the beginning, and I was just going with her. Um, But then we were side by side, and we were just cruising together. But it was definitely fast. Um, But it was so flat and runnable, um, which... So it felt good just to get the legs warmed up, Mm -hmm. I guess, to um, start out that fast. And it didn't seem too taxing of a pace. Um, And actually, looking back on it... um, or during the race, um, I was happy that we got 
those first 20 miles done pretty fast because <laughs> the middle of the race, it was just so slow. Like the conditions were just so slow. Like my legs felt fine. I wasn't fatigued, but just could not run not fast anywhere. because it was just so muddy and rooty and raining and through puddles and stuff. So it was just slower running. So it felt yeah. like it, I mean, it was warm out there from a spectator standpoint, mm-hmm. but it was just so wet. Yeah, it was so wet. Um, Yeah, like, how was that, aside from, like, the the conditions of the trail? Like, being in a super warm, humid, wet, damp Mm -hmm. environment is, like, the antithesis of the Rocky Mountain West. Yeah. Yeah, it was the exact opposite. Like, cold and dry um, versus humid and wet and stuff. And actually, at the beginning, when it when we started out and it was raining a little bit, but it wasn't super muddy yet. I was like, man, well, at least it's not snow. <laughs> and then about the middle of the race, when I was just tromping through mud and slipping and sliding all over the like, place, this actually is I was snow. like, I wish I was back in Taylor and just running in snow. I'd rather be running in snow. <laughs> so, but. Um, it was a three-woman race for a while. You and Ruby Muir mm-hmm. and Amanda Basham were running like pretty much in contact with each other. Mm-hmm. At least that's what it looked like at the few checkpoints we saw yeah. you three at. Um, when did you start to break loose from the other ladies? Um, so me and Ruby were running together, and then Amanda was... I didn't realize how close she was for a while, but she was just right behind us. And then... I actually, I was bummed. I had to, about in just after an hour in, I had to bail to the bush um, and go to the bathroom. Um, but then I was just, when I got back out, I was just racing um, to go catch them <laughs> Make again. Make contact again. So it took like a mile or two to catch them again. Um, but I was going pretty hard to do that. And then um, when I caught back up to them, Amanda had passed Ruby. Um, and then... I think I passed Ruby, and then I caught Amanda, and then maybe Ruby caught back up to us again. Um, But then Ruby started walking on a climb um, pretty early on, and then, um, so then it was me and Amanda, and then I took the lead. I I left Amanda maybe, um, it's hard to remember. It was still on the dirt road section, so Mm. probably like, still before 20 miles, I guess. And then, yeah, I didn't see either of them all day again. And then I didn't find out Ruby dropped until Blue Lake. Okay. (laughs) I had no, I didn't have any information about how the race was going or where people were. um, Until Blue Lake. Until Blue Lake. And then, which is um, kind of stressful. (laughs) Yeah. Were you getting, because you're 80K in, you still have 20K to run. Like you're kind of getting close, but it's still like a lot of hard work between there and the finish. Mm -hmm. What was the, what was the report that you got and like, how'd you react? What were you thinking? Um, I heard that Ruby dropped. Um, and then I heard that Amanda was about 30 minutes behind me at that point. Um, but my crew was just really reassuring. You're fine. You're fine. Um, so I knew that if I just kind of kept it steady and kept my nutrition up and just kept at a decent effort level um that I would be okay but I was still I was still kind of nervous during the last 12 miles and then I was I did have thoughts about how heartbreaking it would be (laughs) if I did get past and just that last at that end um like did you go through that that 
that in your head where you thought like, well, if somebody comes up, I'm going to fight or I don't have anything or were you just looking forward the whole time? Um, um, I was pretty much looking forward, but also, also in the middle of the race though, I was, I think I would have been happy if somebody came up just to have somebody to run with. Um, just cause it was so great. <laughs> We're like having a buddy and running with Ruby yeah. for the first couple of miles. Like yeah. I love that. That was great. And then it was pretty lonely, um, all day. Mm. Um, and just ex with the conditions, just extra difficult out there. So it would have been nice to have a buddy. So <laughs> to run with, but that was okay. <laughs> so you've won Tara Weir. It's February. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's really like the beginning of the year. It's the beginning of the year. Yeah. <laughs> what? I mean, and like you're young, you're, you're a young human being. You've got the whole world in front of you. What yeah. do you want to do with this sport? Like, yeah, like this is a big picture question. What do yeah. you want to do? What do you want to be? Oh man. Um, well today out there, I was thinking about the hundred mile runners and that I was so happy I wasn't doing that. <laughs> okay. And, and then also I was just thinking, mm, I don't know if I want to do a hundred like soon, um, definitely after this race, I want to do some shorter stuff. Um, just do a few shorter, well, maybe in quotes, shorter, <laughs> but, um, like 50 Ks or 50 miles. Yeah. 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 I guess. Or, or even shorter. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> we'll see. Um, I'm sure my mind will change about that tomorrow, but yeah. we'll see. Like during that was just the emotions never, of the day. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like don't make don't make future racing plans in the middle of exactly. a hard moment, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but what do I want to do with the sport? Well, I'm signed up for Lavaredo okay. this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so this and I felt like to... so this was my third hundred k, and okay. I've done one fifty miler now. And um, I started out doing a lot of fifty k's, and I kind of wanted to just stay at that distance until I felt good and confident about that race distance and um I felt like I got that and then so now I've been wanting to stay like the 50 mile and 100k distance for a little bit until I feel a similar way Mm. about that distance Mm. if that will happen (laughs) and then um but I felt like doing Lavaredo um 120k would be a good next step up into (laughs) The longer distance, because of course, well, I really, really want to do hard rock, but uh, it's my backyard and I know those trails so well. Mm. And yeah, um, so I really want to do that 100 miler. But as far as other 100 milers go, I'm not sure about them yet. Just um, I just want to uh, make sure for the record, it is noted that you said one second. I don't really want to do a hundred mile. And then you said, I want to do hard rock, which is like one of the longest or like I know. the longest time wise, hardest hundred miles out there. Yeah. Just for the record. But it's my backyard. Yeah. <laughs> I, Slightly ha- I have to, I have to. Okay. Well, but. congrats to you on your win. Thank you. It's been fun following. Yeah. Getting to like sort of meet you on the side a couple of years ago and following yeah. your journey over the last couple That's of so years. That's so funny how we met. I totally forgot about that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Totally brought me a pizza in Avalanche. Yeah. And like my managers would actually talk to me about how they would kind of get mad at Brian sometimes for staying too for long. Hang, for staying too long. Yeah. Yeah. I think, Sorry, Av- Avalanche. I think Avalanche actually um, cut their internet. <laughs> so that people couldn't do that <laughs> if he Dumb. tries to go. But I stopped working there pretty soon. I think I only worked there for a month or two. Um, 
the rum bar was a lot better. A lot better for you. Yeah. And they have internet, and they don't care (laughs) if you hang out there. Sounds good. (laughs) Yeah. Processing our... For the record. (laughs) Processing the interviews at the rum bar next year with cocktails, Oh, there we go. There we go. Great. (laughs) All right. Maybe I'll I'll be guest bartending. Ooh. Okay. We'll look forward (laughs) to it. On the roof. On the roof. It's always the place to be at the rum bar. They have that rooftop bar. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Good stuff. (laughs) Congrats. Thanks, man. We'll see you back in the San Juans, yeah? Yep. Sounds good. Perfect.